Greetings, adventurers and prospective DMs alike, and welcome to another episode of Beyond the Screen, your place for DM tips and guides. I'm your dungeon mentor, Brady. So thanks for joining us again today for this episode. Today we're going to be talking about general tips on adding life and background to your world. So this is going to be just a couple of quick fire ideas and things you can add to your cities because this is working on the world building uh, sort of series that we've had going here. Uh, so we talked about creating your continent and your world and then placing all the terrain and then placing your cities and inhabitants and things like that. But today we're going to be talking about giving those uh, inhabitants some background and some life and some character and um, kind of going along with a little bit of what we talked with last episode about the uh, the culture and the, the sort of the history of those people. This is kind of a little spin on that, um, but this is just going to kind of help, again, give give that life and background and a little bit of character instead of just having these, you know, humdrum little places, uh, these towns and stuff, unless that's what you're looking for. But this is a way to spice it up and keep it from just being, you know, this the same old, same old that you hear uh, and see time after time. So um, let's just go ahead and get into it. So uh, one of the kind of overall things you need to consider and think about is for the whole world itself, uh, in this play style, however you've chosen to play, is this world inviting and, you know, sort of welcoming and not too harsh of a place? Or, or is it a hostile environment? Is this a place where, you know, the players will find lots of helpful people and towns? And, I mean, you'll find the rough characters here and there and, of course, the bad guys and stuff like that. Uh, or is this place a place where players will find the land full of just unhelpful people you know, that want to do them harm, uh, that aren't going to be very helpful, that, um, you know, just in general don't want your characters to succeed. So is it is it going to be that kind of a place? Because that'll help, you know, kind of set the, set the mood and set the tone for each of these villages. Because if this is sort of, you know, think about it as your typical high fantasy where you've got these towns and they're prosperous and then you'll come to the places that are downtrodden that need your help, but everybody's willing to help and stuff. Or is this more like a some sort of fantasy apocalyptic place where there's been some cataclysm that has happened and everyone is downtrodden and everyone is looking out for themselves and nobody nobody cares about what other people need it's only about themselves so they don't want to help each other and you know is it is it that kind of a vibe or is it more you know kind of a mix so just just think about that because that will help inform the mood and just the you know how these people and characters that they will interact with um will dictate what they do and say which uh this is going to be for the overall towns and places and cities and things um this this week talking about this uh, next week we'll probably go in more depth into actually NPC creation. So that's your non-player characters. So that's going to be your actual inhabitants. Uh, so we'll talk about that next week and on down the line about creating those characters and stuff. But this is just going to be for the overall town. So you can think about it as the populace of these places. So um, the next big thing that you would want to consider uh, or just something that will help kind of give some some characters actual quirks and characters uh, or in character that these inhabitants will have 
So you want to give these places, these towns, these cities, or just other places, you want to give them character. So instead of just making towns, uh, you know, give, give each place something special. So, you know, it can be one small little thing, uh, or it can be one big thing, or it can be a mix of, you know, little small things scattered here and there, and then maybe some large features of either the surrounding or in the middle of the town. Uh, so, you know, something little that you could do, you could, uh, give the inhabitants like little special quirks, like for example, one, maybe certain type of gesture for saying hello. Maybe they wave a certain way or do a certain type of bow or, you know, just something like that, that everybody does that these characters will see and just think, oh, you know, that's kind of cool. Or, you know, maybe they'll think that it's some sort of cult is taking over, you know, whatever, but it's just for giving a little bit of extra flavor. Um, or maybe the town has the town or city or this place has one big defining feature, like an enormous tree at the center of the square, um, the town square, or the town is built out of one type of material. Uh, let's just say like sandstone from a nearby quarry. Um, and that's their main export and that's what they are known for. So that's like a defining feature that everybody's proud of this, this sandstone or this, whatever this material is that they they mine or gather and sell and are, and are known for it. It's something that they take pride in. Uh, so, you know, that's, that's a little something, uh, or maybe it's at the edge of a large mysterious forest that, you know, uh, has a bad reputation for people going missing or disappearing, but maybe that helps protect this small town or city or whatever this is, uh, because it keeps people away because of its reputation. And then maybe it's something that the the people of the town or city have sort of cultivated and sent out, you know, rumors of things like that. Or maybe they've orchestrated it themselves and they have people that go around and kidnap and take visitors to the town and take them away and, you know, or, you know, something like that. So it's a good way of adding character to a place. So, uh, you know, there are many ways of adding character to a place and it's... The sky's the limit. Uh, the only limitation is your imagination. So, you know, feel free to, you know, borrow from things that you've seen on TV or movies or books that you've read or games. You know, take those things and make them your own or just straight up borrow them for your campaign and make them what you want. Um, so, you know, maybe one small thing that you decide about a place, uh, maybe some type of small quirk or gesture or something can evolve into an important facet of this town or area uh, that you can develop and then make into more of a defining feature of this this place um, that you can, you know, fit into however you'd like. So just again, make it your own, whatever you want. So the next thing uh, that will help define a place and give it a lot of character is think about the economy of this place. So you want to think about where these places are located and what is the main thing that drives the economy there? So is it next to a river? So being next to a river, is it trade uh, or is it fishing that makes it important? Or is there a certain type of clay that is harvested from the riverbanks um, and therefore makes a certain type of pottery that's well known and renowned throughout the land for being, you know, this perfect smooth pottery or something like that? Uh, or is it next to a forest? Is there a forest nearby or a large type of wild wood or something like that? where maybe they harvest certain medicinal medicinal plants uh, or like a special type of wood that only grows in this one area that's known for its special properties of 
hardness but lightness uh, or maybe it's a certain color that's super pretty that makes it really expensive or really exotic um, or do they sell furs or uh, sell exotic trapped animals that are from this certain area or this certain place you want to think about these things that will define their economies and what drives their their money-making abilities or is this a poor town or a rich town because of this um is there any type of economy or is this just a place where people pass through and there's lots of inns or anything like that? Just um, many times, again, a place can be defined by its economy and maybe that's why it was founded in this place or, um, you know, that it was made an important place because of what it had to offer. So just look at its placement on the map after you've got everything placed and, and then kind of what resources are nearby or what resources you would like to maybe place nearby that makes this place special, uh, and just use that to add character. So moving on along, the next thing that kind of falls into that is you want to think about its overall citizens and the population. So how developed is this place? Is this a large population of people? We're talking about you know maybe anywhere from 25 to 50 people to several hundred to several thousands to tens of thousands of people. You know What's the population level? Because that's going to include things as in how big is this place is this a lot of people crammed in a small area you know kind of think like new york or uh, some place like that or is this more a few fewer people scattered over a larger area so it's a little bit more sparse um, and then that would affect what type of buildings they have so again is this a sprawling city or a smaller hamlet is this a trading post uh, or a port city and how many people live there so you can kind of get an idea of the buildings and things. You know, do you want this to be like a slum type city where it's a tra- trade port and lots of people come and go? So there's not really much of a, you know, laid down place for people to stay and it's a lot of rental places and it's rough and tumble. Uh, or is this like a very developed city with several rings where, you know, the outer ring is where the less fortunate people live and then as you move in it's the more nobles and the higher born and stuff like that you know is is that how you want your city laid out or is this what type of place it is uh, and going along with that is how educated are the people there it you know is this a place where everybody is very affluent uh, is this a very well-to-do place does it have lots of people who are very scientific or very into arcane things or magical things and very educated about the world and stuff like that, or is this kind of like a place where it's just a one-room schoolhouse and there's not a lot of people that are educated just because it's maybe a farming village and they have a traveling teacher that comes in. So are are these people educated? What is their education like uh, that will inform how they interact with the characters uh, that they come in contact with? And then is there like a class system or is there some other way that people differentiate themselves? So like workers from the nobles or the, you know, the arcanists and the magic people that deal with the arcane things. Are they over on one side of town and they have a thing against the regular laborers? And then you've got the nobles who look down on everybody. Uh, Or is this a place where everybody all gets together no matter what they're status or anything like that is or how rich they are or whatever does everybody get along um so you can use that to maybe start to make some sort of intrigue in a certain place or a town or a city 
that the players can get wrapped up with if you want to. Uh, that's just a neat way to add a little bit of spice um, and give something for the players to get involved with. So then, again, depending on how large this place is or what type of city, farm, place, or community, whatever it is, what is the in- infrastructure like? So does it have paved roads, cobbles- cobble roads, uh, cobblestone roads, uh, or dirt roads? Is you know is there well one specific well that everybody gets their water out of, or does this a big place have aqueducts or a river running down through the middle that kind of helps define the place? Uh, and then the structures, is this like a stone and brick structure or like straw and wood and like thatched roofs and, or maybe is it, it's a mix. Um, you know, all these things can add characters or maybe you have character and maybe you have all of these things wrapped up into one into some big city where the outer places are the farmers who lived in the, who live in these sort of, um, uh, simple log homes with thatched roofs and then as you move in you kind of get this mix of timber and stone where the inn keepers live and the inns are and all these um places that sell stuff you know these emporiums and then as you move on even in further you have this more refined stone that everybody builds everything out of uh, because that's where the nobles live so do you have a mix you know just and the roads go from dirt to cobblestone to really nice paved as the further you get into the center um, you know, so just stuff like that. And you, you can think of these things. You don't have to go. It doesn't take much to think. You can just think of an aesthetic that you like and then boom, just go with that. And then you just write down a couple of notes about this town looks like this. And maybe just write out a little simple map of, uh, what the town looks like. It doesn't have to be anything just so you know, like maybe prominent places. So like the inn is here on this road and then the main road goes down through here and maybe there's a trader that lit, you know, that had set up shop right here. Uh, maybe there's a temple down there or, you know, just whatever. Uh, what does that infrastructure look like and what kind of aesthetic goes along with that? So what kind of goes into that, like we've been talking about is how is this place governed? Uh, so, uh, is this a city that is run by a king or is this a kingdom that is run by a king or a queen or some other, figure head like that um and is this the main city of this kingdom or are you in a an outer town that's a vassal of this kingdom that was taken over and they've sworn fealty uh, or is this just a little community that has a governor that's been elected or a mayor or is this a place where there's like an elder that is over the town and the direction of the town and kind of leads and guides the town like that? Uh, or is it just elected officials, you know, just like you would have in any other little city or town or or whatever type of governance you want or that fits into the place that you're creating? You know, just think about that. Is this a lawless town where anybody can do anything? Um, or, you know, is again, is it part of a kingdom? Is this a free state? Is this some sort of commune where everybody gets a vote and says what it is or like a collection of states and towns uh, like a federation or something like that or a confederacy what what type of governance uh, or affiliation does it have with other places in the area so that was just a quick couple of things for you to consider about after you've again placed all your places Um, just a quick recap so just some 
things that you can do to give your place more character is give the place character in quirks itself. Uh, do they do certain things? Think about the economy. What drives this place and what gives it its, its edge on everything else? The citizens, think about the citizens, the population, and their education level, and how if there's any type of um, differentiation between the people or if it's a harmonious place. And then, like, how is this place governed? Uh, so, you know, that, those are things to consider. And then once you take all these things and you start placing them down, you can start maybe seeing how they interact with other surrounding areas. So, you know, let's just say you've got... Um, a town by a river that's trade that does trade, and then there's a town over by this forest uh, where they interact and they do well because they send all of their wood from the town by the forest over to this town by the river that helps them do trade. But let's just say maybe there's some elves in that forest that don't get along because they're like you're chopping down our forest, and they attack that town by the by the forest a lot. So then, you know, the allies of the town by the river and this town by the forest come together and fight the elves, and then there's this whole thing, and maybe that's what drives this um, this long-standing hatred between these this set of elves and let's just say humans here, uh, or maybe there's you know some dragonborn that move into this the foot of the mountains and they start mining and discover a rich gold vein or some sort of um, important mineral. And then the dwarves that live in the mountain are upset by it and they start, you know, fighting and feuding. Or is it something where there's more, they get along and, um, you know, they're allies to each other. So you can just start looking at what these things are and how the relationships go. And if you want them to be allies or if you want there to be a little bit of strain between these two, but they're, you know, mutually agreed that we won't attack each other because we're helping each other or, you know, stuff like that. Or do these two these two kingdoms or these two places right next to each other just hate each other just because it's how it's always been. So you can start looking at these interactions once you get kind of the more of the character of these places set up and uh, you can really start making some interesting relationships between all these places uh, just to make it that much more fun and that many more things for your players to get embroiled in and really start, uh, you know, start ramping up things that they can get entangled with and uh, maybe some side quests or main quests that you can work into these places and their relationships. But that's going to be it for today and this episode of giving your places and inhabitants and cities and towns more character and background just to make it more interesting for your players. And it's just a fun exercise um, to do for me because I really enjoy just sitting down and thinking up, you know, cultures and places and stuff and just having a good time with it. But hopefully you do too. And hopefully that's why you're listening. But uh, if you have listened today and found it informative, I hope you've been able to take something from it and use some of these ideas to help kind of move you along in your world building development and your uh, DMing prowess. Uh, These are always good exercises you can just be doing on the fly Uh, Maybe you can make some type of little random generator thing where you develop three things like a place, uh, a terrain feature that it's nearby, and a main economy, and then make up some sort of backstory for this town. Uh, Just fun little things that you can do. But hopefully you have found something informative from it. 
if you have any questions or comments or anything you'd like to hear me discuss on a future episode, you can let me know by hitting us up on our email, which is the vitamin D and D podcast at gmail.com. That's the vitamin D, the letter N D podcast at gmail.com. You can look us up on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Just look for vitamin D and D. Uh, it can be either with the N D N D or D the ampersand D. Uh, just check us out there, or you can check out our blog uh, that we run. That is vitamin D and D dot I believe. Uh, if you just Google vitamin D and D, it should should come up somewhere in some shape or form. But uh, let us know if there's something you'd like to hear us discuss, or if you have any questions, we'd like to hear from you. We'd like to have have some feedback. Um, check out our our blog and see if there's any any other type of information that we have on there. Uh, that can help you out. Hopefully there there is. Uh, just bear with us because that's website still always a work in progress because we do have full time jobs that we still do and we uh, we just try to do this when we have time. But yeah, we'd like to hear from you. So just just let us know if there's anything. Just even just to say hi, we'd like to hear from you. Uh, check out our Facebook group. Follow us, like us, talk to us on there. We'd love to hear from you. So uh, just let us know. But other than that, thanks for joining me, and I uh, hope this has helped inspire you or, or gave you some ideas to help you out on your fledgling DM uh, adventures or the veteran DM that's looking for some new ideas. Hopefully that's helped you out. But I look forward to seeing you here next time, Beyond the Screen.